It's 11 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams. I'm your host today, and I'm joined by Pastor Pat Hand. Welcome, Pastor Pat. Well, it's been a few weeks since I've been in this chair. Yes, it has. With our preaching team, the way we had uh, scheduled our messages, um, and then with us being on vacation and then being uh, sick for a week. So, uh, yeah, it feels really good to be back. Yeah, it is. It, it's nice to have the variety, but it is a bit strange when uh, it yeah. works out that way, isn't it? Yep, it yeah. is. And that's uh, that's the great thing about a preaching team, you know? Yes. So, um, and then this summer, uh, we're in a brand new series. Yeah. Uh, did you hear the one about? And we're looking at 10 parables yes that I'm Jesus lo- taught I'm looking forward to this one it's um I especially love that it's family friendly this yes. this topic sort of spans the generations doesn't it it does on purpose and um and so we've <clears throat> we've uh, added the kids moments in the service and yep. trying to give the kids some uh extra handouts and different things and want them to feel very much a part of the uh, church service Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm very excited about doing this aspect of it you know yeah I love the parables too because it's like you hear them and you remember them from your childhood and Mm -hmm. then you hear them you know maybe as a youth or a young person and you go oh I didn't pick up on that before and then as an adult you're like oh wow there's Mm -hmm. that too (laughs) yeah and and some of the deeper meanings right yeah and uh, instead of just the surface of the story and so uh, it's really kind of fun to uh as a preaching team uh renee pastor renee and pastor trevor and myself but this summer we also have Mm -hmm. pastor west making his debut our youth pastor yes he'll be preaching uh one of the parables and then one of our um, uh, one of our staff, Ann Cook, is going to be uh, bringing her debut yes. message. Uh, a lot of our folks don't know that um, uh, she has been uh, seeking uh, credentialing and in, is in Bible college right now. Um, I don't know what that girl does between two a.m. Uh. and six a.m. Do you? <laughs> so, so, um, so we've got a couple of. Uh, new faces that will be uh, uh, preaching this summer as well. Mm -hmm. And I just think the 10 parables that we're uh, looking at are going to be fun and helpful and for all ages. Mm -hmm. I've been saying uh, from 6 to 96, Yeah, you know, so that'll be fun. Awesome. Yeah. So this Sunday, we kicked it off with the prodigal son. The prodigal son. This is a very well-known, one of Mm -hmm. the, maybe the most well-known, arguably, but yeah. Well, it's a beautiful story, right? You've got uh, the story that uh, a father who represents God, Mm -hmm. and you've got a a son who represents us, and uh, this guy is so self-consumed. Yeah. He, he is um, basically, give me my inheritance, give it to me before you die. And in essence, he was saying culturally, he was saying, I wish you were dead. Yeah. So I could have that inheritance and I want it now. So uh, he's not 
he's not in a real good posture in his life, right? No. And then the, he sounds like a spoiled brat to me. He he does, doesn't he? Do you, was he the younger one or the <clears throat> older one? Does it tell he, us? I believe he's the younger one. I thought so too. Yeah. And and so the guy gets his inheritance. Uh, his father, um, which according to Jewish law, he could um, liquidate his assets and give them to his sons. Uh, did the father did. have to say yes? Did not have to say yes. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he could have said, nope, you're just going to have to wait till I'm dead. Yeah. You know? But he, um, he, he, for whatever reason, he went ahead and liquidated. Now, I don't, know if our, I don't know if our listeners know this, but in Jewish law, the older son, the firstborn, gets two-thirds of the, oh, of the estate. okay. And then that one-third is divided up among the rest of the uh, sons. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So <clears throat> there were two kids, so he got a third, and the older son got two-thirds. But if it was a family of 10, and if two of them were daughters, daughters did not get it. Ooh. Yeah, it was just, uh, just the interesting custom, yeah. you know, very patriarchal. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so he gets his inheritance, and he goes to the far country, uh, is how Jesus described it. He went to the far country. What does that mean? Does that mean like he went out and sowed his wild oats kind of deal? And Yeah, it means that he went someplace where nobody would know him. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, we have people go to the far country today, um, a lot of times behind um, a I laptop. Know. Yeah, I was going to say behind night. a screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> the far country is uh, we, we go someplace in our mind. We go someplace on the internet. We go someplace... Where we're not known. Anonymous, yeah. Anonymous. And so that's what he did. And uh, sowed his wild oats. Mm -hmm. And evidently ran through the whole thing. And so he wakes up one day. There's a drought going on. He gets hired by a farmer. He's feeding pigs. Yeah. And he's feeding them. They uh, Back in in the Bible land, uh, carob trees Mm -hmm. are big. Uh, Carob, where we get the... uh, coffee yeah mm-hmm. and so he was feeding the pigs those pigs must have had a lot of caffeine yeah. <laughs> jittery pigs <laughs> they, yeah <laughs> they were <laughs> they were jittery hogs and so um that's all they were eating and and it looked good to this guy mm-hmm. and he wakes up the bible says he came to himself and he said my father's servants they have more than enough to eat and they have a roof over their head and I'm going to arise and go, and I'm going to repent. I'm just going to ask Dad to make me a, a servant. I don't deserve to be a son. So he hit rock bottom. Rock bottom. Yeah. Rock bottom's different places for different people, right? Yep. And he hit rock bottom where he realized um, he couldn't blame anybody but himself. Yeah. And so he gets up, and he heads home, and he's practicing Father, I've sinned against heaven. I've sinned against you. I'm, I don't deserve to be your son. Can I be a servant? Father, I've sinned against heaven. I've sinned against you. You know, he's practicing this yeah. all the way home. And the father is out in the roadway and sees him and mm-hmm. brings him to himself. And it's a beautiful picture of the heavenly father that he's always calling his wayward children home. Yeah. You know? And <clears throat> I think it's great that the heavenly father makes home available yes the door is not slammed Mm -hmm. right 
And I, I just love that about the Heavenly Father. First uh, John 1, 7 talks about this. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just mm. to forgive us of our sins yeah. and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that is what really this father did. Yeah. This guy's trying to apologize. He wouldn't even let the son apologize. He just hugged him and, and said, uh, bring him sandals, put a ring on his finger, bring a new robe to him and kill the fatted calf and let's have a party. Yeah. I love that the dad wanted to have a party. I'm yeah. all about the party. Yes. Right? <laughs> and so, uh, the feast. oh, the feast. Yeah. And so, uh, they have a party and there's yeah. music and, um, but then there's a second prodigal. Yeah. And, but you know what? This is what I, w- and I was thinking this when I heard you deliver the message and I thought, well, what about the other brother? He mm-hmm. was like faithful and true. He didn't go astray. He was there. He probably like, I just picture this other brother, like, you know, his younger brother is taken off. <coughs> Dad's upset. And he's like, it's okay, dad. It's okay, dad. I won't leave you. I'll help you. And they, you know, that's how I picture it. And I think, well, this doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't be alone because that's exactly what the son's thinking. Yeah. The older son. And um, so he hears the music. He's coming in from the field and he sees the lights on and he asks somebody, what's going on? Well, your little brother's home. That probably wasn't good news. Well, no. And you know, the older brother got a bigger piece of the pie, as you said. Mm -hmm. But still, yeah, I can see why that might uh, rub him the wrong way. Uh, Oh, yeah. You talk about being rubbed the wrong way. Um, Yeah, okay, he got two-thirds of the estate. But the point was, uh, little brother... Uh, who had been, I, th- I think you had said earlier, a brat. Yeah, a spoiled little a brat. A spoiled little brat and lazy, I'm sure. Yeah. And so here's the older son who's done exactly what dad's asked him to do mm-hmm. and has worked hard. And, and you know, so much comes out in this. He says, nobody's ever thrown me a party. And mm-hmm. I, I'm the one who's stuck here, uh, stuck around and been faithful and done my Worked Duty. hard day in, day out. Yeah. yeah. And um, this guy was a prodigal in a different way. Mm-hmm. He was a prodigal because his attitude was one of not, not serving the family out of love, but out of duty. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I, it, it's kind of like the old rhyme, I don't smoke, drink, or chew, and I don't go out with girls that do, you know. And, <laughs> and you know, kind of proud of our righteousness, you know. Yeah. Well, he was proud of his hard work. He was proud that he had been faithful. He was proud that that uh, he, he, he had never... He walked the narrow path. He He's, had walked the narrow yeah. path, and he was quite proud of his, uh, of his righteousness and works yeah. and all of that. And, and so... Who does he represent in life? He represents a lot of believers who um, don't have any time for the little brother. They don't have mm. any time. You know, he didn't go looking for his little brother. He he didn't he didn't try and talk his brother out of not going. You know, he looked down on him. Ah, uh, yeah. And by looking down on him, it was yeah. Why don't you get out of here? Yeah. Why don't you take your little bit of money and why don't you just go? You know, and let us get back to work. 
And I'm afraid that <clears throat> the church has been guilty of that type of an attitude. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. You know, I, I think that we have looked down on people who struggle. Mm-hmm. We have looked down on people who, you know, they don't cut the mustard and they backslide, they, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And so we get quite proud of ourselves that, well, I read the Bible through every year. Yeah. You know? And I pray three times a day. I go to church every Sunday. I go to church every Sunday. I don't Wednesday. listen to it online. No. I go to church, you know. <laughs> yeah. But that that's prideful, right? Yeah. That, that That's not taking into effect why people uh, are online or yes. why people uh, backslide or why there's a tough time in somebody's life or they get tripped up. It, it just assumes... You know, if only they could be as righteous as I am, yeah. <laughs> as hardworking. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I hope there's a little bit of ouch going on with that. Yep. Because I, I think when Jesus told that story, both sons were integral to what the story was about. Yeah. We often focus on the son that was welcomed back home. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's often where the focus is. It's not always on the... Yeah, it's the not other on guy, the other prodigal, the other prodigal, <laughs> and you know who I think we often, especially, and and I would say I'm guilty of this as well. P- people who are are churched or grown up churched, it's yes. we've always known the right way. We've always yes. we haven't really strayed from it. Maybe a little as a teenager, sure. you know, but not not really. We yeah. you know we've always known the right the right thing mm-hmm. to do. And you're right. I think we don't often extend our arm around the. Uh, the ones who are either coming back or coming in for the first time. Absolutely. And and we miss the opportunity because we're so full of ourselves. Yeah. You know, if if the if the son had come out of the field and said, Oh, brother is home. Yeah. And I'm so glad dad was in the road and saw him. And um you Let know, me help with the dinner. I'll set the table. I'll yeah. you know, maybe not his job culturally, right, but you right. know, I'm gonna help welcome him home. Can you imagine how joyful the, the the party would have been? Yeah. Now, the party was fun, but there was something missing, right? He was sulking in the corner, probably. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, um, and, and what does dad do? His dad comes out on the patio and says, son, come in. And he said, I'm not going in there. I, I've worked for you. He's gone out. He's squandered his money and loose living, and, and he has squandered the hard work all the things, mm-hmm. his name, he squandered it all. I haven't done that. You know, I've been faithful to you. And and God, uh, uh, I just see God here. The, the dad says, well, son, everything I have is yours. Mm-hmm. And you have been so faithful. And we need to go in. He that was once lost is now found. And we need to be able to enjoy that together. And I think the Father calls to the church today for us to um, to love and to remember those who have who have kind of slipped away. Yeah. And and that we don't want to be content for them to be there. Yeah. We want them to come home, just like the dad was in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we didn't talk yesterday so much about that. But I just thought for the podcast today. Let's talk about the other prodigal and let's learn from his mistakes. Mm -hmm. God wants our hearts to be tender and loving and our arms open and inviting everybody to come home. 
and looking forward to them and not looking down on them. Mm -hmm. That's what God wants for us today. And I think probably the difference is the inheritance that they were to receive. Mm. That was kind of finite. It mm-hmm. was there was only so much there, and it was going to get divided up. Mm-hmm. But what we receive from God—that's right—is infinite. I mean, infinite, right? Yeah. His love for us is infinite, and just yes. because He loves me, if someone else becomes a Christian or mm-hmm. you know comes to know Him, He's not going to love me any less. There's no less for me. Oh, that is an excellent point. That is an excellent point to this. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's uh, powerful that that's a limited, finite story. Yeah. But God's love is infinite. Yeah. And um, and there's there's more than enough. And so the Lord is out there in the roadway of our life, looking for us. Mm-hmm. And His arms are out, and um, and He's just waiting to hug. Yeah. And, and that's a little different for some of our folks who've grown up in some faith expressions where if you get out of line, God's going to hit you with a two by four. Yeah. You know, Paul said, and we'll have to close here, but Paul mm-hmm. said in Romans two, he said, by the goodness of God, many are brought to repentance. And I think we see that with this young, this young son, yeah. by the goodness of his father. You know, he didn't have to crawl. He was able to stand upright and mm-hmm. fall into his dad's arms and that's what the Heavenly Father wants to do with whoever's listening today. Mm-hmm. God is not looking to hit you over the head with a two-by-four. His arms are open. Come home. Yeah. Come home. And, um, and I, hope, I hope those who are listening today will, uh, will think about that message, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a beautiful message. And what a way to start the series on start. the parables. Yeah. So thank you for that. That was a good... That was a good discussion. It's nice to hear it from from mm-hmm. both per, both perspectives. Yeah, yeah. So we're looking forward to next week. Do you know what next week is? Well, let's see. Renee's up, and I think she's doing the uh, House on the Rock That's or House right. on the Sand. It's going to be a powerful message, and um, and uh, the illustration is going to be pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, we are looking forward to that. Thank you very much. We are so glad that you have joined us today. If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Pat, if you've got questions or just want to discuss this with him any further, you can reach him at pat at waynefleetbic.com. I'd love to hear from you as well with any feedback or podcast suggestions. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you very much for tuning in today. We are glad that you've joined us. Feel free to share our podcast with your friends and family to encourage them as well. And we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week. And to our American friends, happy 4th of July. Yes. And and to our Canadian friends, eh, it's just Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week and you are loved. Bye-bye. Bye.